to positions of hopelessness and helplessness. The government gives them the drugs, builds bigger prisons, passes a three-strike law, and then wants us to sing God Bless America. No, no, no. because it's early in the morning and everyone has crusty voice hello welcome to the show everyone welcome to five damn america i'm jake flores alex patak is here uh, what's up? yeah <laughs> <laughs> anders lee is here anders lee. oh sleepy anders lee i like it it's noon 30 in new york i don't know why we're all like this <laughs> um and we are joined this week uh by arthur and donovan from radio free tote bag welcome to the show y'all what's going on not much uh um, what's happening i'm bringing some energy this morning <laughs> where they're calling from it's 6 30 a.m I, I believe right yeah. yes we are in slovenia okay <laughs> i'm just floating in the pacific some somewhere the waves have really been easing me to sleep and now now i can't do that now i gotta talk uh, yeah, radio free tote bag records from the metal gear solid floating island yeah <laughs> yeah from sea land base what is it called have you ever heard about sea land this is like a fun wikipedia wormhole to go down uh if you're ever bored is it's like i've small... heard of sea and i've heard of land but sea land <laughs> there's Isn't like that uh libertarian like floating platform where they do pirate radio from and yeah it's like one of the it's technically the world's smallest country like the guy somehow was able to get the paperwork through and it's like kind of a country it's like luxembourg and then sea land or something it's just nice. a pallet in the middle of the ocean that they have you know libertarian hangouts on and stuff the guy like moved, oh no he like tried to move his family out there i think i don't know there's like a whole story about it. so we know where the next epstein island is and it's right. a whole country you're saying <laughs> yeah i've been i've been listening to a canadian podcast and there's like someone in the like a character person that they're talking about whose uh, last name i think was steward but the host of the podcast is canadian and she keeps calling him c-word <laughs> so he keeps saying, and then John Seward, <laughs> such and such. Yeah, this wet ass Seward. <laughs> <laughs> this is in the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever they announce him on a podcast in England, they just say Seward. <laughs> yeah, it's, it just means you're your friend Ooh. there. Right. I am sleepy brained. I almost walked into that one. That was no good. Ah, <laughs> say it. Who cares? Um, well, uh, hello, especially thank you, Arthur, for joining us. I didn't realize it was your birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Thrilled to be here on my 32nd rotation around this, uh, this earth. Nice. Mm. Cool. Uh, nice even number. Do you have anything special planned for the day? <laughs> I'm going to go to Dairy Queen. I'm going to pick up an ice cream cake and I'm going to eat some, uh, Asian paradise up for the street. I'm going to get some takeout. That's very cool. Oh, yeah, nice. man. Powerful. Oh, they got the I wish I was right? there. Uh, Come on down. It's all, what is like, let's see. We have dinner around seven. You can get down here. Okay. All right. I'll be as there. We're, as we were discussing before the show, uh, 
Dairy Queen will write whatever you want on the cake. And I was reflecting yeah. on some of the, you know, uh, <laughs> less appropriate ones we I would do in high school. And I'm re- it's, I'm realizing today Zoomers would pro- are probably doing like good stuff like yeah. Black Lives Matter, arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. Like their minds wouldn't even go to like happy abortion or some of the shit <laughs> me and my friends would do in 2007. Dairy Queen has the same policy towards writing on cakes that Noam Chomsky has towards answering emails. <laughs> yeah. In I fact, yeah, you could write out a transcript of your email exchanges with Noam Chomsky on a Dairy Queen cake. That's doable. <laughs> write it all. I don't it's going to take all day. I don't know if I buy the Zoomers are all great. Zoomers are doing a lot of things this week. The kid who... Uh, shot a bunch of people is a zoomer and he sucks he's <laughs> the bad yeah. boy he's not he's an honorary I, I consider him an honorary boomer <laughs> yeah <laughs> no 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 here's how it works zoomers come in two uh dipoles okay you either have the radiant good zoomer who is extra woke <laughs> radicalized to carry on the communist flag or the darkness zoomer and there are equally as many of them, and we just choose to ignore them until it's too late. Right. They're like yu gi How crazy is this? <laughs> They're like yu gi oh Isn't there a How dark Yu-Gi-Oh? We're, we're on the era of Zoomers and Zoom calls. It's an interesting time. Yes. 2020. True. Yes, Anders. Yes. <laughs> Definitely hasn't occurred to me yet. These words I are I feel the like the, the, the Zoomers, the bad Zoomers... Who are who are firing guns are less visible than like the good ones because the good ones are on like TikTok and shit, right? Yeah, and they're like talking about positive things. They've got awareness of social issues, but then but the bad ones are also on TikTok though. Don't you didn't you see any of the viral TikToks? It's just like a guy waving goodbye at immigrants or whatever. Oh Jesus! There is a kid who's like. Going, trying to, he's like talking about going to school with his Trump hat, and ha- and this is America is playing, and people are <laughs> being mean to him because he's a MAGA hat. That was what point. That that's yeah, that's that's what Childish Gambino was trying to get across. This <laughs> yeah. is America. People are mean to my hat. <laughs> Make America America again. Yeah. Make it more America. Is are there right wing like TikTok kids that are just like they're in like a like a like a toy car and they're yelling at the phone and it's, it's with the sunglasses <laughs> and shit. the little push car with like the yellow dome yeah. like roof yeah <laughs> that's so sad there aren't enough tiktoks to prayers that's one of my complaints mm, mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm, i don't think the kids mm-hmm. are gonna save us i'm a little worried they're gonna kill us now this kid also is on uh facebook which is a bad sign i went down a little wormhole and found some of his like malicious social media stuff and they have like a facebook group where like the first thing that you see is there's just a picture of a guy with his, his head looks like an egg he's like a perfectly spherical head and he's like we're, at, we're here you know and it's them <laughs> setting up to go guard you know fucking field of grass or whatever the fuck their deal was the right. other night <laughs> 
And uh, then, like, shortly after that, I mean, you obviously know what happened with the kid where he's like, you know, I'm going to protect this building. Like, there's, like, people took video of him. And he's, like, walking around open carrying illegally. And he's like, I'm here to protect, you know, the building. It's my job. He keeps saying it's his job. But then in the yeah. Facebook group, later on when they're communicating, there's a bunch of them coordinating to protect, like, this thing called the Cheese Castle, which I thought was, like, a joke, <laughs> but fucking wisconsin <laughs> this is wisconsin yeah so it's like this the cheese castle is actually the state capital <laughs> <laughs> the capital building yeah no it's a, i looked it up it looks you know fun it's a castle on the side of like an interstate that's just it's a of... very light-hearted moat cheese castle is what they uh what they used to call brett Favre's house after 10 p.m nice hello <laughs> Brett, you are not welcome on the show. <laughs> He's like a rapist, right? I think so. I don't know. The he, way he wears some jeans. He sent some unsolicited pics, let's just say. Oh, I see. Uh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, wow. Oh, another fun thing I noticed about your screenshot of this uh, militia group, Jake, is uh, the top comment uh, support is uh, from a guy named Jeff Bozos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One F. <laughs> yeah, like Jeff Bezos, but, you know, for being dumb as shit. I'll make the... Yeah, I forget that sometimes that that's the one, you know, like the, the two fists shaking each other's hands or whatever. Uh, it, it, there, that does apply to leftists and conservatives with hating Jeff Bezos. Like, I forget mm. sometimes that they also loathe him. Why do they hate him? Why do they loathe him? Because he, it, because he owns the Washington Post and they changed their logo to democracy dies in darkness. He's a socialist. They don't fuck with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's because he has too much hair. Those eyebrows have got to go. <laughs> he is just like a universally unlikable figure too. Like you don't have to know anything about him to look at this like perfectly smooth man who's the most just, powerful just person look in the at world. Him. And he's a fucking tiny boy too, with this little bald. You could pat him on the head very easily, and that arouses contempt in a lot of people's hearts. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, where's your hat, man? <laughs> yeah. you gotta hate your boss and he is slowly becoming the world's boss so right. everyone hates their boss i yeah. think god should be the world's boss uh he's bezos is working on that there's an app i think the kid so, with the round uh, face should be the world's boss i'm gonna put his like picture up as the show image or whatever so you can see what i'm talking nice. about but this chud guy is like he looks like uh in like old Victorian cartoons when like the moon has a face like he's got a very <laughs> angular nose <laughs> there's a there's a like retro futuristic spacecraft sticking out of the front of him yeah yeah he's gonna fly us <laughs> away <laughs> we must secure a future for our thick full cheeks <laughs> <laughs> The other thing oh, it looks like not- is like there's a Zelda game where there's like a weird little bird that has a human face that's talks oh to you. what the fuck is oh god name? i know what you're saying yeah what is it right he's got a really uncanny weird nose it was in the one where is you it turn tinkle? into that might be it's in the one where you turn into a wolf Tink- tingle is the green floating dude right he looks like him too he's got a red little nose pointy head yeah <laughs> you think about twilight princess there you go that's the one i don't remember what the bird's name is though it's very scary I got a funny Good. anecdote about Twilight Princess. <laughs> I, I sold I sold my copy of Twilight Princess so I could buy Daft Punk Alive 2007. Fair. Back when I broke in, uh, what would that been, 13 years ago? 
yeah. extremely pure memory coming out on the podcast. <laughs> it is. You're telling I'm me feeling sentimental. There was a game, <laughs> video game based on the Twilight series. Anders, there's no way you're going to be able to keep up with this one, man. <laughs> <laughs> you solitaire playing motherfucker. I'm a solitaire guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> so Robert Pattinson has to collect the three triangles to save the world all while he's sparkling. Yeah. But okay. yeah. Bella's Zelda. There are wolves. That's, yeah, there are that's wolves of both. Boom. It's like the same thing. You were right. I don't know why yeah. you gave you such a hard time about it. <laughs> well, <laughs> before we get into what we're going to talk about today, uh, got radio free tote bag dudes. Uh, why don't What's you tell that? my listeners about your show? Because I remember distinctly kind of going, oh, I like this. These guys are really fucking funny. I did your show a while back, and I thought, this is a good thing. We should do more of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was high energy when you came on too. I got I'm showing my <laughs> acting range right here. I got trashed that night, but I had a good time. That was Same. Like, that was when quarantine was like uh like we just never it might never end, we thought, you know. So I was right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> you wanna you wanna speak on it, Donovan? You wanna take the lead on this? Yeah, sure. Um so we're we do dating and relationship advice. We're two guys doing it. Uh, except for we're not shitty pickup artist dudes. And I like to think we're pretty cool between the two of us. Yeah. Uh, so we've got like a question box people can send questions into, you know, like, why am I into balloon popping? Why does that turn me on? And then we, you know, we give sincere advice, but at the same time, you know, we also crack like, you know, poop and fart jokes and all the, and all the standard stuff. And, uh, we're like 117 episodes in now, which actually means we both have uh, a therapist license at this point. Yeah. So you can trust our, advo- uh, our advice on top of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, President yeah. Trump, President Trump signed an order that extended uh, health insurance to telehealth visits. And so now you can we can bill your insurance company for giving advice. <laughs> on it's tr- good for him. Doing Is this that. true? There's a mental no. health crisis. <laughs> <laughs> I desperately to live in a time where like. You're making a joke about it, but it's like, I mean, maybe you just missed that news cycle. That's all real now. Absolutely possible. Yeah. There was a part, we're going to talk about the RNC later, but there was a part where they talk about the like, take any medicine you want, Bill. (laughs) (laughs) This is the same idea. (laughs) Yeah, that was Mike Pence's big thing. It was like, (laughs) we're going to let. Kids See with tuberculosis take yeah. random weeds they find in the woods. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, I like to describe uh, our program as uh, Loveline for Millennials. So if you like Loveline, but you don't like misogyny, we're the show for you. Cool. All right. I like you know, we're also, materialists. We know we're it's funnier, important to not we're ask. funnier than Corolla and Dr. Drew. I'm going to make that. <laughs> That's a really high yeah. ball. Oh, yeah. my goodness. I know. It's like the high jump, and we've been just landing right into the wall you mean you're not uh, uh, furious over. that you're rich and uh <laughs> you know weird uh, fucking reality tv dr mengalo guy yeah i never uh, actually uh, heard adam carolla give relationship advice i gotta assume it's like yeah have you ever bounced on a trampoline <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not too far off like we we started this because we were trying to come up with a podcast idea and uh, I was working a shitty data entry job at the time, and I was just listening through all the Loveline backlog. And that like the whole 
the whole concept of that show I thought was was fantastic, but it is what you're talking about. Sometimes they get to the advice. It'll be a serious question and they'll just be making jokes like that. And you're kind of like, dude, like this is that's fine sometimes. But like if it's a person with like a really serious problem, like you're just you're just bullying somebody who's yeah. already feeling like crap and like what the, and you're like 40 and rich like it doesn't make any fucking sense <laughs> hey your wife has cancer she ever try getting huge implants <laughs> Bingo. Yeah. before you oh, shit on him you got to tell him that communication is really important in a relationship now I'm gonna <laughs> shit. yeah well i think i i think i like what you guys are doing because a, like a it's a breath of fresh air given that like everything is so kind of just cold and clinically political these days or whatever or at least like um i don't know in these circles and stuff and b i i may kind of think actually having some sort of space for like discussing basic social shit is uh kind of lacking on the whole left yeah. right now given that the project is extremely materialist and also a lot of people are like if you tell me what to do at all you're a fascist the whole thing is full of you know <laughs> rapists and weird people that are like yeah you know, they're all fucking nerds so they don't know how to you know how to deal with people or anything it's it's kind of no i think this is kind of wholesome like there should be wholesome discussions about how to be better people to each other in, in something like socialism, you know, don't you think? Right. That's true. Yeah. Cause so many of the like advice you get, uh, speaking as a former, I guess today would be considered an incel. Uh, so much of the advice. <laughs> what? <laughs> Reformed incel Anders Lee. Yeah. Well, before incel was a thing, it was just like, you know, I mean, I think there, we can carve out an, an identity that's not, resentful resent based for uh men kind of gotten laid in a while or ever <laughs> yeah, yes yeah. you hadn't had sex but didn't want to kill all women exactly around there right there's got to be something out there because it's like all the advice you get i remember this being you know 20 year old kid like uh oh you, you'd find a girl send her 17 text messages an hour and uh, if she doesn't respond, you're not being aggressive enough. You have to be an asshole was another thing you always get. And yeah. it's like, none of this stuff works. And if it does, that's a problem. Like, we got to <laughs> yeah. figure out, like, a better way to, you know. And then movies reinforce this shit with, like, you know, you're going to get the girl at the end. Like, that's just the universe has dealt you a cosmic injustice if the girl you like doesn't like you back, you know, like. Right, got to be a better way to do this shit uh, for the younger men out there. Because hey, kids, is. if the girl isn't into you, just stand outside her apartment night right. after night after night with a loud <laughs> guitar. It's romantic. The more days in a row you do, the more romantic it gets. No. Right, exactly. And when she yes. knows she'll never escape, that's when she <laughs> that's starts right. being interested. You have to open yeah. carry in front of her apartment to show that you're macho. <laughs> And that you're sure you understand the constitution and the principles that this country was founded on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's, uh, yeah, I, I think that it's kind of, uh, having social discussions like this is probably pretty relevant given that so much of like, weird online leftist shit anyway it seems to be bent on like we're gonna get the material stuff through and i'm allowed to be the worst person of all time with like zero <laughs> you know editing or whatever it's fucking weird right i think you know all this stuff goes hand in hand so good uh good on you what's uh 
What's the wildest shit anyone's ever asked you on Radio Free Tote Bag? What do you th- <laughs> in the question box? What do you What do you think, Arthur? Ah, oh, jeez. Uh, didn't we have one of the qu- what did the one with the question box where the the like they're talking about friends with benefits and like the guy has like a wife and like it's just like so there's there's questions where it's just like a real tangled mess of uh, of uh, interpersonal stuff and then there's the ones that are like uh, oh well, oh the one where the girl's like uh, I'm 14 and I want to smash Donovan something like that oh Whoa. yeah I don't <laughs> think that was a real question I think people were just trying to trying to jab at me trying to <laughs> play a big old jokester. That was an undercover police officer. That was the CIA. (laughs) Do not answer that question if they ask that. (laughs) No. Oh, God. No, we we get, I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, we seek some of this stuff out too on Reddit to to talk about more stuff, but we'll we'll do a section we call the paraphilia pantry. Where if you could if you could drop materia primoris from the X Files right there, that's what we usually do. Okay. Yeah, program, that's the that's the, the intro. <laughs> and we talk about different fetishes, and like we've talked about uh, people who get off to like popping balloons, and like that's the just popping a balloon. That's the whole the whole thing for them. Yeah. Um, we've got into we got some hate mail actually once because we are you guys familiar with DDLG? Community. What, uh, what oh wow! Yeah. What's DDLG? Oh, okay. Buckle in. This is gonna <laughs> be a whole. This is gonna be a whole thing. It's dominant daddy little girl. It's like okay. a BDSM mm. subset thing where you pretend that the submissive partner is like an actual child, and like uh, you give them like mm. like Cheerios and shit like that. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like oh, no. they they fully go <laughs> into acting that out, and it's like. We're cool with things where, where it's consensual on both sides. And sure, both of those people are onto that. But I'm just like, at my core, I, it's probably not good to pretend to be a fucking three-year-old when you're like, even even in your fantasy or when you're fucking your partner. And so we said that on the show. And then somebody came in and they were pissed that we were going after DDLG. Yeah. I had to come back and <laughs> not apologize, more double down on what I'm saying. But it's like, I, I'm not I'm not telling you you're evil. I'm just saying in my core, I feel like that's not good. I feel like there's some bad side effect to that. Yeah, yeah. that's a really weird I one. think they should both pretend to be little children. That way <laughs> yeah. it would be worth <laughs> Yeah, well, even up that power dynamic. Yeah. Well, see, I would see zero problem with that whatsoever if they just didn't have sex. Like, if I would could just go over <laughs> to a friend's house and just be like, ah, <laughs> and then just go home after that. that for like an hour, that would be great. Yeah. Just like drink shit some, my pants. Drink some chalky milk, have some chicky nuggies. <laughs> yeah. That- yeah. In and out. I'm a baby and I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like a blow and go on grinder, but it's I'm going to go over to your house. We're going to drink chocolate milk together and then I'm going to leave. Right. Or just I let did, me it's... pop in, wail like a child for 30 seconds and then dip. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I do have a friend uh, from St. Paul who uh, is like now a very progressive minded guy, but you know, like a lot of dudes, like it takes you a while to get there. And so he's at the had, time he was a dominant daddy. <laughs> well, he was disturbed by that. Cause you know, he's someone who for a while was like kind of transphobic and like overcame that and just like learning more and stuff. But like, I was talking to him once and he's like, 
that's all fine with me. But adult babies is where I draw the fucking line. <laughs> if you're shitting yourself and someone's calling you you're a, a, you're a baby and you're, and you're getting off that way, that's fucked up. And you should be mocked. <laughs> you just need to draw the line somewhere. And this is it. Okay. Again, like morally, that's totally cool. You, you can do what you want, but I'm just like, that says something like a fetish says something about the person who's into it. Like there's nothing wrong with having the fetish, but like if you're somebody who, yeah, like likes being pissed upon, well, wearing a diaper and crying like a baby, like that comes from someplace. And I can't imagine that wherever that comes from is particularly good. That can't be healthy. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's true. Well, it's like, it's like the brain stem. It's not logical desires. Right. It's just, you were right. pissed on one time as a baby and you're like, this is my thing now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe just being a baby is the shit and you want to relive that. <laughs> That's, you know, this I sounds think. like you want to relive that in a non-sexual <laughs> way. Yes. Before I had a sexuality, before I even had to worry about having a sexuality and I could just sit there, shit myself, drink milk. I want to see if this is a common thing. Sometimes when it gets hot, I feel like a baby and I just want to roll on the ground and be like, nah. <laughs> like I've, when it gets hot, like raise Yeah, just there's a certain hot. temperature where above that I am a baby now. Yeah, uh, I thought you. I thought you meant like uh, when the the temperature in the bedrooms rises and you want to roll on the ground. <laughs> yeah. If the temperature kind of in temperature. the bedroom is rising above ninety five degrees Fahrenheit, <laughs> those two worlds can collide. That's true. That's true. Mm. That's fair, man. I'm a sweaty dude. If it went over ninety five, you know, and people around me were crying, I'd get it. I understand. <laughs> Being sweaty sucks. I'll just write into the show. I'll take this over to Radio Free Tote Bag. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, please do. You know, send it anonymously. We, we won't connect it to you in any way, except for, you know, the baby's nickname, which is yet to be announced. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, um, yeah. Interesting. Wild stuff. Uh, better than Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. I'll give you that. We're gonna I should put that in the Instagram bio. That's a that's an endorsement. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fucking huge. That gets on that gets on the cover. Um, I'll say too, like to folks who want to check us out at RadioFreeToteBag.Podient.Co is uh, our website. We're like on Spotify or anything. If you look up Radio Free Tote Bag, there's not going to be any other results because it's a stupid ass name that I came up with that I, that I love. Um, but any of those and then our social media instagram at radio free tote bag we've got a link to that question box i was talking about if you want to send questions in you can do it there it's anonymous <laughs> good times we appreciate it do you give away tote bags See, it's coming yeah it's coming. This, this is our oh, big no. merch item in progress we've got a sticker <laughs> you're a hundred like, and something episodes in <laughs> That's a dangerous We're very promise. lazy. We're incredibly lazy, and we just started the Patreon, so we're finally getting some uh, some capital. Yeah. At the five thousand yeah. dollar a month level, we will make the tote bags. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about the RNC. Uh, this we talked about the DNC a little bit last week, and. There's kind of this one-two punch that the country was just hit with via the TV box. First thing being the insanity of the DNC. You know, the DNC was, like, very depressing. It was weird. It had, like, 
adult swim sketches and bizarre shit like that yeah. and and no one watched it it was just like a huge fucking uh well i read i read somewhere that the rnc is down from the dnc in terms of ratings that they're not getting the viewership that the dnc got and they got nothing really yeah all right well that's i believe that that's good to hear because the rnc to me i watched a little bit of it and it seemed less weird and it also really kind of seemed like they were selling what they sell pretty hard and it made me think this motherfucker is gonna win i also <laughs> felt that way did anybody watch and think oh good they won't win <laughs> no, not a man no. okay that's great. a negative <laughs> i was yeah for the dnc i was watched and felt incredibly depressed and then for the rnc i felt terrified there's mm. one like clear takeaway uh that i had without because i i watching this stuff is self-harm and uh after over an hour of that level of content your brain starts short-circuiting and making connections it shouldn't have to make but uh so you leave like with this weird dream state kind of recollection of it but uh my takeaway from the dnc was a group of people who were kind of confused as to what they were selling um mm -hmm. and didn't really seem like they, they it didn't seem like a united party whereas the republican party seemed like a group of people doing a grift that will work on some people. <laughs> They're yeah. having a blast too. The DNC shit is never fun. The fucking RNC has the Trump boat parade. You know, <laughs> there's there's no pasty fucking dudes on boats with Biden flags. Like, woo, we got a whole armada. There's fucking none of that fun shit. <laughs> Admiral Jesus. Trump. Yeah. The Biden Navy has never been at a weaker point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing is to keep going with this same playbook, which is that you pivot to the middle in the general election. And that like might have worked 20, 25 years ago. But like when they're, you know, when in the 90s, when there was like a monoculture, when everybody would watch this shit and see the same highlights. But the only people watching the DNC are Demo people who are already going to vote for the Democrats. Right. And all they need to see is reasons for them to go out and vote for you know left wing policies and ideas and and characters, and they don't and they didn't give them any of that. They just they're try they're going from the same old playbook where they're trying to appeal to moderates uh, and people who are like just not watching the DNC. It's just yeah. for partisans or like which they, is only we know insane because it did for a fact work twenty twenty five years ago, and that's what they promised us four years ago when they did it. <laughs> just last time and yeah. it was a huge mistake blowout yeah. <laughs> and now trump has been president for four <laughs> years yeah so there's this whole like uh watching a train wreck feeling to the whole thing one interesting uh analysis you could make of it is the approaches to media of the two parties because i think the republicans are actually more savvy on this the democrats yeah. have the major celebrities they have your billy eilish they they have a uh, Elaine Elaine's there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, we got Elaine. Yeah. Uh, but the, the Lincoln Republicans, Project who has, do they have? The Lincoln Project, by the way, has George. I was on Twitter the other day and I saw Jason oh, Alexander yeah. retweeting the Lincoln Project. They got the they whole need Kramer. <laughs> Let's get Kramer. No, 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 to get no, 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 no. The Republicans have Kramer. We all saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Let the Republicans have Kramer. But but the Republicans also, uh, who do they have? They have 
the couple who held guns at protesters three weeks ago. They, they have, have a the boy who was shamed for his hat. Oh, my God. They have all the viral stars. There's so much more in touch. A collection of glassy eyed psychopaths with just groomed media training. I love it. They've they've really got it all on lock. The messaging <laughs> is perfect. They're uh uh, that's Sandman that's what kid. That's people want now, man. <laughs> that Sandman yeah. kid was so funny because, like, is I, I guess part of what's going on with him that people are empathetic to if they already agreed with MAGA shit and then they see like what happened to that kid get taken down by cancel culture or whatever is that like. He does come out and he's sort of just like, my face just is stuck like this. I'm not being <laughs> mean. I just look he like did the this. fucking face. He, fuck, he put the hat on and did the smile like exactly in the viral. That was yeah. uh, have resting entitled right wing teenager face. It's a condition. Yeah, I think his face is just stuck like that, though. But, you know, he also also is clearly an asshole. I don't know, because the way he his last name it, is Sandman, though. That's yeah. fucking sick. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think that was real. I saw it and I was like Sander man or something. But no, he's just the straight up Sandman. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, my Sandman. parents loved Metallica. Yeah. <laughs> Changed our name. He'll put uh, he'll put uh, he's dangerous because he knows how to read a cue card, I think. Because they'll mm. have some of the celebrities up there who will like go off book or try to make a point in, but you just see his eyes moving left to right. Like someone told me to do this, and there's a lot of money behind it. I'm gonna knock it out of the park. Well oiled eyeball machine. Same yeah, man, eyeball machine. Yeah, they all. It's interesting because they're the people that speak at the RNC are this weird smattering of like I got canceled on social media or just like I randomly found a guy who owns a donut factory and he's angry about taxes or something <laughs> I had bone cancer and Donald Trump called me in the hospital yeah so some of them are they can't act so they're just like and then uh, my, I was getting into all kind of trouble until Donald Trump came and it's you know just like this kind of awkwardly spoken thing some of them though are just angrily yelling the cue cards it's weird it's like you're being berated by the tv oh yeah kimberly gilfoyle donald yeah. trump saved my marriage <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so i took uh i took notes the second night that was the night where i tried the hardest to prepare for this episode before i was like this is too dangerous to continue living yeah. this way and i'm drinking as i do it so i have the notes in front of me but they go more and more off the rails as the night goes on and i have a, a very loose roll call of the people they had night two they have uh start with a shout out to jacob blake and then the pledge of allegiance strong start <laughs> Navajo nation guy yeah okay that was an interesting move. Yeah. Um, a man who was arrested for bank robberies and then becomes best friends with the cop who arrested him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a true American success story. Yeah. Lobster fishing man. <laughs> Lobster fishing man? Oh, he yeah. He talks about how Maine lobsters have never been better under Trump. He's the only <laughs> one who defends lobsters. He made They're the so lobsters red. better. They're so I've red, said. folks. They're redder than ever. They're He's redder. They... That the guy, regulations. He had the accent <laughs> real hard. He sounded like Family Guy. He was like, <laughs> Mr. Trump. I can't even do it. You're from up there. You're probably yeah. better at this than me. The lobsters have never been so healthy, so lush. <laughs> if you <laughs> elect these the Democrats, if you elect the Democrats, you can't get there from here. <laughs> he, has, he doesn't have Boston accent though. He has like 
Stephen King main accent. Oh, sure. Well, well, yeah. that weird Sometimes, star. Mr. Trump, lobster is better. You don't want to go <laughs> up there, Mr. Cemetery Trump. reference. I'm done. Okay. Malachi. <laughs> Maga Kai? <laughs> Maga Kai. <laughs> My next note, I have Chris Peterson, the cow woman. <laughs> During a barn accident in 2017, <laughs> neighbors milked our cows three times a day. Yeah. Now, with machines, the cows can milk themselves. What did that mean? <laughs> I She doesn't explain it. I remember I took a note of that, too. Well, do you know what it means is they're like hooking these things up to nightmare machines <laughs> that just like... <laughs> Keep the cows in a eternal, uh, 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 like sucking cycle that they'll never leave. You know, it's like the cows are fully matrixized. It's well, the milk machine from Mister Show. That's what they hooked them up to. <laughs> I mean, it seems like that's because one of the arguments that the business class is sympathetic to uh, with immigration is like, oh, well, we need you know people to produce things like dairy who are undocumented. And this is, you know, a way to get around having employing undocumented labor. They're coming to me. They come over here. They put their brown little hands on my cow's nipples and they steal <laughs> my hard earned milk. They suck it right out with their mouths. What, those undocumented milk machines are jumping right over the border, folks. We got to do something. About oh, it. yeah. It's the milk machine guy from Mr. Show, but he's brown. This is a chocolate milk machine. All right. Figure it out. They're milking we'll the teat of our government, and it's past time they milked the teat of our cows. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The next one I have down here is I own a big and tall clothes shop for big boys. <laughs> the romance started hitting by this point the notes get a little sloppy um obama and joe biden tried to stop us from selling big clothes with the government but donald <laughs> trump helped us sell the big clothes does anybody remember this one no. <laughs> what the fuck he's he's the biggest man and he has a suit that fits <laughs> Damn. Is it like tailored? Like, is it like good shit? Do they sell that good stuff? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he had he owns a suit store. I would expect him to have a good suit. If he has a bad suit on TV, he deserves to go bankrupt for sure. I mean, I mean, Trump is a billionaire and he's the president of the United States and he still looks like a frumpy piece of shit in every outfit he wears. <laughs> but he doesn't own that's a true. suit store. I guess that's true. <laughs> There's kind of the like conservative type suit too like i remember i went to get a suit i was in cincinnati in high school for for prom or some shit and uh i don't know i don't know anything about clothes so i like asked the lady there for like help like what looks good i don't know anything about suits and she gave me like in retrospect like the most boxy just like formal kind of 80s looking suit and was like, this is perfect. And I didn't know better. So I got that. But that's what I'm picturing the Republican suit place is like. Like this dude loves suits. He knows all about it. But like all his knowledge is wrong. Like they're just selling these big boy, really unfashionable suits. And he's like, I'm the big boy, though. I know all about the big boy suits. You can't tell me otherwise. It's, you see, uh, in 2015, he couldn't make a sale because he kept talking about crime statistics in Chicago. But now that that's legally <laughs> mandatory, he's one of the most successful businesses in town. He's crushing it. Do you remember when Kanye had a big suit? Him and that SoundCloud rapper were making videos uh, together. Yeah. Little, little Pump? Yeah, yeah, him little and Little Pump. pump. Yeah, they were nailed just, it. I'm fucking hip. They were just like sidling down a hallway together. 
Yeah. <laughs> they look like strong mad. <laughs> I remember when um, David Byrne had a big suit. That was cool. Yes. That was cool. Byrne's suit. It's from The Simpsons. I should have David Byrne at the DNC. Yeah. If, if Bernie had fucking gotten the nod. That's what I was thinking about. I mean, we talked about this on the last episode. Uh, like, they just would have canceled it if it was was Bernie. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. This is not my beautiful party. <laughs> yeah. It would have been you crazy. may find yourself in a democratic socialist state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. David um, Bernie. Yeah, I like that could thanks, be guys. Thanks, thank you for the support. I don't know where to send it. that, but that—that's something. <laughs> I'll just do—I'll do a few more of these because they really start getting a little confusing. I'm um, one percent, their power's going down. <laughs> does, see, that doesn't work because he can't sing, and like you can't do an impression of him singing. It just logically doesn't compute. Yeah, when he sings, it sounds like he's just like loudly talking. That—that that is it. Like he—they've. The, when they recorded that album, they tried to get him to sing, and he like literally cannot sing. He's rapping. Like he can just, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy that. Five album. cool guys, and they're rapping to the beat. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't sing as Bernie. You have to sing as the singer, but make the song Bernie shit. That, that's right. the way you organize the elements in a Bernie mashup. So right. it has to be David Byrne going like um, as the. Uh, no, that's not it. This is harder than I thought it would be. <laughs> Psycho killer. One, one percent. Psycho killer. The one percent. Yeah. Put the sugar on my tongue. I have no idea. None of this stuff works. Talking heads, get it together. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Ba, 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 billionaires. <laughs> nice. Powerful. It leaves a message. There's another thing that happened at the RNC that I thought was kind of interesting, which is, okay, I, there's something going on. Maybe I don't pay enough attention to Trump shit because it's just like, what are you going to do about it? But, like, last week he had a brother that died, and I, I, I don't think I'm the only person that was like, Wait, he had a like. Who's this brother? Like, we've never been talking yeah. about this person. Yeah, no, no he drank recollection. Himself to death. And then That's there's that drink. was his older brother. This was his. This was a different brother. Yeah, this guy had a heart attack. He has more dead brothers. That's what I'm saying. There's now just Trumps everywhere. And this whole thing was introduced by like a daughter that we never talk about. That they're just bringing out more weird blonde there's people. Just more Trumps. Bring out two Trumps. Trumps. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that that uh, that brother he had that died was on the board of directors of Zenimax, the company that owns Bethesda? No, what? Beth- fuck Bethesda, no. The, the city, the game developers. The, oh, okay. Bethesda is they make a, solitaire, Anders. A game developer really? that made a really popular game called Fallout, where you're in like a post-apocalyptic oh, yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, it's like, and Donald Trump made a world called Fallout. Damn, <laughs> with his Cheeto hands. Nice. Uh, the company defined uh, Fallout and Elder Scrolls says President Trump's brother was a, quote, constant source of guidance and counsel for the company for more than two decades. <laughs> he actually played, um, uh, what's the fucking DJ's name? Something Wolf. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Wanderer. 
<laughs> Keep an eye out for the Central Park Five. Yeah. Yeah, he came up with the idea for rad roaches. I have no idea like what fucking pitches this dude was doing for Fallout. No, I mean this this is more hot water for the president because now he's gonna be connected to the scandal that was Fallout seventy six, uh-huh. biggest crime committed on this country in decades. I did not. Yeah, they ran out of ideas. They ran out of ideas. It's sad to see. I bought Fallout Four, and it was it was like just the same as Fallout Three. It was really boring. Well, they they hit a stride with Fallout Three, and then logically, if you're a big corporation like that, you just want to like keep like how many modern warfare's have there been? Yeah, or like how all the Batman games after a while are just the same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's just once you figure out a genre, there's not like a lot you can do with it, and there's not a lot of experimentation you're gonna get at a company that big. Um, um, bigger companies, you got to go through all these managers to get it. Say you have a great idea, but you're an employee on the ground. You know, say you're in their offices. Say you have the technology to let Batman jerk off in the game in like the most realistic way. But you got three fucking tiers of managers and they're like, no, man, we can't have Batman jerk off. You know, he's he can only shoot webs like he usually does. And it's just <laughs> you got to rotate the, tape, the sticks. Man. Yeah. Rotate the sticks to come. <laughs> These Mexicans came over here and they jerked off my Batman, but now he jerks himself off. <laughs> he is a machine. Do you guys remember the the uh, Planned Parenthood woman? Yeah. This was a oh, throwback. Yeah, I saw a highlight from her. Lucille Richards? No. No, no, no. This is like someone who left Planned Parenthood. She oh, she okay. claims she was a doctor there, but that the Barack Obama gave her abortion quotas. Really? And she had to kill that many babies a day, which really made her question things. And then the one part I wrote down is uh, she decided to leave when she was doing an abortion <laughs> and she was helping the doctor. And the doctor said, found the baby. Beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like crying. She's like, like a tearful moment. She's like, and then he said, beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> So these were uh, white, white Christian babies, I take it? Of course. You know, they actually all are. Yeah. All the babies? No matter what kind it is in there, they're all white Christian babies. <laughs> it's, it's so wild. Like, you can intuit what the policy was uh, that, you know, so there's these states where they have, like, one abortion clinic and they've made it, you know, so that you basically can't get an abortion in that state because they're going to schedule one abortion per day at the one clinic, you know, yeah. 200 miles from everywhere else. They have, so like, a... A gigantic toll booth outside that clinic that charges a thousand dollars to get through. And, yeah, and it's like the fucking, uh, it's like the Beijing traffic jam that like lasted <laughs> a week and a half uh, on a permanent basis. So there was probably some kind of policy that was like you have to perform a, a, a reasonable number of these procedures per day so that people can actually get the healthcare that they need. And then she makes that it's a baby killing quota. It's a baby killing. They tell us they don't want it. And we kill them anyway. Yeah. She, she was... closed with, I know what abortion smells like. And then oh, ended the video. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like The Rock. <laughs> Can I get that in a second? what The Rock is aborting. They should do that as part of Planned Parenthood's, like, like membership pack, you get a scented abortion scented candle. <laughs> you get the candle. 
Well, she was <laughs> complimentary line of products. She was trying to do this whole thing where she's like, I was an employee. I was actually employee of the year or whatever. And I've been, you know, right there <laughs> in the ground floor. And I, you know, reformed and seen the light or whatever. And like all this stuff looks so stupid to us like we know what's going on we know exactly what sort of like story they're telling and what details they're fudging and stuff but like you watch this shit and like you know just with the tv on in the background while you're like gaming or something and you kind of get a feel for like how this shit sells itself to the people that do like it this is where i started to feel like they're maybe they're gonna win because like they told their story pretty well it's a dumb story and it's a lie but i could see how people that believe all this dumb shit and people fucking buy it and shit too like they remember if you just say i worked at planned parenthood you can say any crazy shit about babies and they're gonna buy it you can be like i worked at planned parenthood and we shut off the security cameras and the uterus and when it came back on, the fetus had hanged itself with its sheets, which are supposed to be paper thin. How yeah. the fuck did that happen? And people be like, well, she's she's on my side and she says she worked to Planned Parenthood. So, holy shit, fucking fetus didn't kill himself. It's this simple. They remember the fundamentals. You know, they're going back to uh, there's abortion kill quotas. <laughs> Fidel Castro stole my parents' slaves and I had to move here. Like, that's a guy who's doing the presentation. And yeah. so they get the normal base they already are guaranteed to have. But they're also going the other way where Mike Pence comes on and he says, Donald Trump is actually the peace candidate. And there's like two mm. angles of attack there where they're just allowed to have the left side of the discussion because the Democrats are too busy pitching to Republicans now. Like, yeah. if you watch the DNC, it's all about opportunity. Yeah, I mean, like, I think the part, like, people should watch this because I, I think especially, like, liberals like to imagine that, like, the entire RNC is just a bunch of people that are just going like, I'm a fucking racist yeah. or whatever, but they're, like, appealing to actual, like, arguments like material arguments and stuff that yeah. this is like you should know your enemy this is like important to understand why do they have so many fucking cubans that are appealing to this gasano thing or whatever or why is so much of this based on like small business and shit like that why is there this weird coalition with you know pro-life people it doesn't really connect to any of it like they're gonna fucking win on this stuff and then everyone's gonna look at this again and just go it's because they're racist man and it's like well yeah but that like that looks like something racism looks like all this policy and ideology they're talking about it's not just like a fucking virus that people get where they're oh you're a bad person now or whatever you know it's a grift yeah the dnc oh. is clearly incapable of learning either from their opponent or from defeats that they've been dealt like they just consistently run the same playbook of we're going to run to the center we're going to try to peel off the seven undecided voters in the country and that'll get <laughs> us the uh that'll get us the win yeah right yeah that's I mean, the, the, the way they fuse those things together, the material argument and the racism thing, is they say, like, yeah, it's immigrants taking your jobs. And the opposition to that should be, like, that's a bullshit argument. That's that's a way of mystifying it. And we'll give everyone it. a job. That could yeah. be a thing you'll say. Instead, it's yeah. like, I guess they are, and we won't help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they do, they do, like, they are outflanking the Democrats on, like, like the war shit. I mean, you had like Rand Paul come out and you have Mike Pence talking about this. And it's like, it's kind of, I mean, they, 
are they wrong? You know, I mean, fuck. Like, right. he is able to sell that thing as I'm not as big of a war hawk or whatever as the rest of these people. We picked the guy that allows Rand Paul to come out and say Joe Biden passed a, an oppressive crime bill in the 90s. Like, Republicans shouldn't have that talking point. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's right. so avoidable. <laughs> right. And that's too. And a lot of that is to depress the Democratic base from turning out. It's And that's what. Uh, Trump did in 2016 was just remind Bernie voters and people who just didn't vote at all in the primaries who may have voted for Obama in the past that Clinton called young black men super predators and and stuff like that. The Iraq war, he would just drive that home. Uh, Maybe it changed some Republican minds and got people to vote for him. But uh, I think the thrust of that was to just depress democratic turnout, which the, the Biden campaign is not focused at all on, on beefing up. Do you think so? I think it's to get a different kind of Republican because I think Republicans are sold on, you know, the classic Republican talking points of, you know, hey, racism and getting a job and defending a store. And that's just like in the back of your brain. But then psychologically, when you're talking to people, you don't want to be the pro-war guy. You can be pushed into that corner. But there are Republicans who are like, look, I want a job. And I don't want to go to war with uh, Russia and the Democrats, too. Yeah, well, that, that's part of it, too. Yeah, and that's I how think... you won the Republican primary, because the other Republicans don't go for that voter. Right. And it's just, yeah, it hasn't clicked with just a lot of politicians from both parties that war is not that popular. The troops are to Republicans. But when you are just, you know, like loosey goosey with uh, sending people on peacekeeping missions or regime change wars and stuff like that. People don't like that in in America. You know, that's, it's not a popular position. Yeah. Troop culture is uh, complex that way. Yeah. It worked for Bush because we were riding off of this, like uh, this very easy W uh, in uh, uh, the Gulf war. Right. Mm -hmm. So we have that in our memory. And now, he, you know, so he runs on this real hawkish thing and, you know, gets reelected off of the surge. And then uh, we stall out and we've been stuck in Afghanistan for how many years is it now? I think that I think that war can vote now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think 19. 19. 19? Yeah. You're not weird if and you he, say you want to fuck the uh, Afghanistan. It's <laughs> not weird anymore. Yeah. Well, if you're in your 30s and you want to fuck a war that's not even 20 yet, you should maybe consider <laughs> yeah. what, the power dynamic in that relationship. I, Absolutely. I don't yeah, think that Afghanistan. I just I still think it's a little weird for the Iraq war and the Afghanistan war to be dating now. <laughs> I'm not something I'm comfortable with because they're related. Legal doesn't mean moral, man. Some things that are legal, they're still not right, man. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. So off the back of that, it's really hard to be hawkish. So they they've absolutely made this pivot towards uh, we're the peace party, which is which is just insane. It shows that people have absolutely no uh, long term memory when it comes to this kind of thing. Well, yeah. yeah it- and it's also like pick your poison, you know, because like Trump is not a peacenik at all. Like he dropped the mother of all bombs and is almost causing a, a war with Iran. And like he's insane. But yeah. and Clinton would have done that stuff, but she probably would have doubled down in Syria or like done some other shit. Like it's it's just a different version of, of imperialism. Mm-hmm. Two wings, one and, bird. And the, the, the advantage they have is they can say, 
clearly look at Donald Trump. He's the peace candidate. He goes against the secret reptiles, you know, run the government and Trump is fighting them. But at the same time, two sentences later, uh, um, fucking Mike Pence is like, we dropped the mother of all bombs. We're, we're, we have the boldest military we've ever had. You get to be like, we love bombs and we love not dropping them. We do it all. Yeah. Well, we got to be part of the team. We support bombs families. We gave a position <laughs> to the mother of the bombs. Yeah. Support working women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The bomb is a proud mother. And we this would is never... not my beautiful bomb. <laughs> you Anders, may find you yourself watch... in an intractable conflict in the Middle East. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Um, Andrew, did you watch the whole first night, you said? What, what was Most the big it. standouts of that night? Uh, Guilfoyle. Yeah. Which was uh, Gavin Newsom's ex-wife, apparently, just straight up screaming uh, in a way that was totally terrifying. There's this guy um, on tw- uh, who made like a short video and it went viral on Twitter. It's some black dude. He just goes, this is called the Guilfoyle Challenge. And he runs out into the street and just yells the same thing she yelled. <laughs> into, like, traffic. It's pretty funny. Did he get arrested? No, nah, it's just a goofy video. <laughs> yeah, that you was know pretty why it's goofy, though, is because it's a classic performing mistake. If there is no audience... You can't right. you can't take it up that high. Yeah, it's you like when meet the audience at their Zoom level. She right. did like the first wrestling events after COVID. She kind of looked like that, where they didn't really know how to like like can you just yell at an empty auditorium like that? She did arms uh, like Goku, like she was like about to do <laughs> Saiyan shit. It was yeah. weird. <laughs> Powering up the spirit bomb. Yeah, the mother of all spirit. That's bombs. hype. I support yes. that. Nice. <laughs> I may not support the substance, but. The appearance is flawless. Okay, so Guilfoyle. <laughs> and Donald Trump Jr. was definitely on Coke. Uh, for Absolutely. His <laughs> the, he had that Coke smugness. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, yeah, basically crying. Um, <laughs> I Yeah, maybe he was just overcome with emotion, but I think it was probably cocaine. Yeah. Uh, that was fun to watch. They uh, They let off with Charlie Kirk. Oh, right. Uh, I think I missed that one. Who what implied that Joe Biden will eliminate everything you love. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they had a speaker the second night who was canceled from uh, appearing on the show because he boosted a QAnon conspiracy that the Jews are enslaving the world. Hmm. Whoa. Yeah. So her name's Mary Ann Mendoza, and she was a member of... Uh, the Trump campaign advisory board and she has 40,000 followers and she did one of those things where she shares a thread was like uh, thread f- finger hand mm. and then it's just like <laughs> Jews scheming for 40 links uh-huh. <laughs> so they what, they took her section off the show yeah I guess she just was doing Rothschild's conspiracy uh, proto- elder protocols of Zion shit wow I mean that's she's a not, way she's of, not... uh... go okay. ahead uh, well, she's doing. She's not doing media boosting correctly. She should have made the appearance and then dropped the conspiracy because then you boost your reach off of the right of the appearance. Yeah. Well, that that wing of the uh, Republican Party is in some turmoil. I guess if there's one weakness they have, it's that because uh, Ricky Spencer, I think this past week, announced that he was voting for Ricky Biden. Ricky Spencer. <laughs> which I don't know if that was a troll or not. Ricky? I think it. 
<laughs> Sorry, that was from the Herman Cain uh, bad lip reading video. It's been stuck in my head for five years. There's <laughs> a part where he looks at his phone and he goes, well, Ricky? <laughs> R.I.P. to a real one. Yeah. I, I miss Herman Cain. <laughs> yeah. I'm well, almost surprised was- that sharing this shit gets you kicked off at this point because it's the subtext said out loud, but that just seems like the theme of the event now. They're all sure. fucking cute people. Yeah, and they're all like super fucking open about that. Even like normie old Republican middle aged folks are cute people. See, I'm right. surprised they would have like any negative blowback. You're just you doing the thing. You can't say the J word though in the Q stuff. You can imply that that's the true. You gotta and you gotta replace replace the word with a small image of a pay and the pay is touching its fingers together schemingly. <laughs> conservatives are like they are a land of contrasts. They are like these interesting, <laughs> conflicting. They're, they're they're like contradictory though in this really interesting way where they're like their racism is. You know, they want to say the entire ideology, but they understand that if you say the Jews at the end of it, then that's bad and that's racist, right? So it's uh-huh. taking all of the actual signifiers and stuff off of it, and uh, you know, it's just like uh, what do you call it? Like just like cleaning it up or whatever, and polishing it to where it's like, oh, I'm saying it without actually saying it, and at the same time, it's like. The, same thing with like the military shit, where it's we love the military, we don't ever want to have to use them. We love guns, but you know, like in a perfect world, you don't use them. But then when you do use them, it was justified or whatever. It's I think that you just, what you have is just like the weird skeleton of like old the racism that this country was built on that used to be overt and deliberate and was like, hello, I'm racist. Like I'm for, you know, I'm against slavery and shit like or for slavery and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, the, the process of becoming what the fuck Trump was able to sell is just like this weird mind, like judo where you turn it around. You're like, actually the Democrats are the real racists because they're afraid to admit that the system works and look, it worked for a black guy or whatever. Look, this woman likes us or whatever. It's fucking weird. And then that's the thing is they know how to sell both kinds. They know how to sell the big suits, but also the tall suits. (laughs) There's, I just (laughs) almost did these exact same thing, but there was a guy who spoke on the second night. I forgot. Or no, I think it was a different night who, uh, he's from like, uh, like Connecticut or something. I want to say he's from like Concord or, uh, and he said, my home state is home to, uh, historically so many segregation. I mean, abolitionists, like he says the word and then, (laughs) (laughs) so that's what the fuck they're doing. Mix up. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, that's what they're fucking doing, you know? Um, all right. Well, are there any other weird notes from the RNC before we get out of here? Uh, Matt Gates has the most punchable face I've ever encountered. True. Uh, <laughs> like, I thought I wanted to hit Charlie Kirk with a brick. <laughs> more than Sandman? I think maybe even more than Sandman. It's like, it's it, you can tell what Sandman will become in Matt Gates. Yeah. Like, I yeah. think he's got a future in politics for sure. And he will he will become this man who calls <laughs> who calls people woke-topians. <laughs> dude I, I, I was such a like a big theme of this whole thing is this like cancel culture bullshit I and mean, they brought it out the sandman kid to go look you know he 
He's, he's he got canceled by the PC police and all this stuff. And then also this fucking Kenosha shooter kid. If you look up like his social media, it's he's obsessed with like people being PC. That's like why this fucking uh Millet, uh, militia or whatever fucking militia it's not even a real militia this is like group of assholes you know made this facebook post and there's like this thing where they wrote it in all caps with an exclamation point that's like we're gonna go out and defend you know against what this pc fucking liberals have done to this country with with their pc culture or whatever it's crazy man right it's a boogeyman they it's have a bullshit. rallying cry man yeah I mean, at the end of the day, you just have to know that they have independent groups of people with guns at these, and we don't. And this is how mm-hmm. this happens. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm just trying to get like my head around the imaginary persecution that's going on there, because it seems to be fueling all of the worst shit in America right now. And it's people that are like, you're fucking fine. You're No one's coming for you. You're just poor because of you know Trump and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But... Scapegoat. It's an interesting development compared to like the Crusades or something, you know, like when you had to sell a war in 1100 AD and uh, you had to connect each individual soldier to a a, a, a righteous uh, a path uh, of uh, saving the West from the Muslims. You know, you're defending Christendom and that would go and energize people who had no reason to go and fight in this war. But now <laughs> essentially religion doesn't mobilize people like that. Uh, uh, culture doesn't mobilize people like that. All you could do is just vaguely threaten that people are going to get yelled at and they will show up with an assault rifle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that thing is honestly taking the place of just saying like the Jews or whatever. It's like, uh, you know, it's like this thing that's sort of the scapegoat that's being used here to make people into reactionary fucking psycho assholes is this vague just like wokeness or whatever like it yeah. this the way liberals treat racism like it's an epidemic of the mind that's just like a bug you can catch is the same way that these people treat like you know wokeness or something mm. i don't know yeah. i don't know what to do Lucy about it hats were invented by the muslims during the crusade yeah speaking of hats that hot fact <laughs> they canceled christ i just remembered my <laughs> My favorite thing that that I mean that's basically what the fucking story is, right? Um, I just remembered my favorite thing because you brought up hats. There was a <laughs> there's a black guy in one of these videos that's wearing a MAGA bucket hat, like Anders. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! Yeah, <laughs> it's never really. Anders, a... I defend your hat. Thank you. I'll put Uncritical it on. Critical support for. I Anders think it's hat. cool. Uh... Boys know bucket hats. <laughs> bucket hats rule. There we go. Okay. All right. Well, that you know the podcast has got to end. Now. Ooh, ooh, yeah. there we go. Ooh, whoa. Oh, spinning around. Whoa. Oh my god. Oh, oh. oh. sweet Jesus. W A S hat. That is so weird. All right. Well, I can see why your girlfriend hit it from you. Yeah, the the DNC should have just been Anders putting on the hat and spinning it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Football teams, the Green Bay Packers are going to be the Green Bay Fudge Packers soon. Like, yeah. How didn't that come up? I don't know. I think people dig this hat and they like the new gear and the new uniforms. It's just undeniably cool. Yeah, good branding. 
Radio Free Tote Bag, do you have a way to resolve the relationship crisis that Anders is going through via him, his girlfriend, and his hat trying to keep the, or his girlfriend trying to keep the hat away from him? You gotta, if you want to get into a polycule like this, you gotta have everything on the table. You can't have your, your girlfriend at odds with your hat friend. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Maybe you you set them up uh, on a little activity. You got like a candlelight dinner. My girlfriend in the hat. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, in the hat. That might not you, end well. You cook for them too. You're like, you know what? I support both of you. I'm here uh-huh. for both of the partners in this relationship. Here's some pork chops, and then fucking boom, your relationship is fixed. Okay. That's the RFTB it, magic right there. That's good <laughs> advice. Has Naomi ever worn the hat? There you go. No. No. Maybe get them not. in a room together? That would be difficult, but uh, she's been in the same room as it, and she's put it in a bag in her closet and uh, hid it from me, but she's not worn it. So maybe she, that'll change everything. Putting on the glasses from They Live. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bucket hat you put on. <laughs> I, I like it. <laughs> hey, Naomi, can you try putting on the hat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we going to see this? Yeah. History is about to be made. Naomi, please, it's an go. audio format. <laughs> you have to put on the hat. Oh yes! my god. It looks really good. Oh, yes. yes. He's wearing the let, hat. Let it's, the healing begin. It's like Carmen San Diego. <laughs> it looks like Carmen San Diego. It does yeah. look better on her. Oh yes. Even better than Carmen San Diego. Well, right. that's a podcast, everyone. Alright, I think we resolved a huge problem in our lives. And uh now we'll, we will we will be able to work better now that we are a functioning you know, seven person plus a hat polycule that is also mm-hmm. a podcast that is also yes. socialism or whatever. Um, We're here to fix I mean, these things. The We're repairing these hat yeah. these hats. We're repairing them. We're fixing the the hat dynamics, the hat human relationships. And if you listener can believe how quickly we handled that situation, imagine how quickly we can handle your relationship questions. If you send them to us at Instagram.com slash radio free tope, you click the link in the bio, you tell us about your hat questions, we fix them. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, like after we abolish the police, you're basically social workers. So we'll call you when, you know, crime happens and you come and you do that, like the hat thing. And then we don't sound good. I'm pretty tough, too. I could, you know, stop some crime. Yeah. All right. (laughs) I'm incredibly doughy. I have no confidence in my ability to stop. crime. I I will throw Arthur at the attacker. They won't know what hit him. Yeah. But I will because it'll be Arthur. Look at that (laughs) team of acrobats where the one guy throws the other guy. I like it. (laughs) All right. Well, let's do some plugs and get the fuck out of here. Does anybody have anything else? You guys did just plug your podcast, but if you have anything else, go ahead. Can I do it again? Can I do the same plug again? Oh, yeah. Do it like a carny. If you got a question, if you appreciated how we solved that hat problem, you can hit our Instagram at Instagram.com slash Radio Free Topeg. You click that link in bio, send us your hat questions. All right. Anybody else around here? At Anders Lee here on Twitter, Dursley1, D-E-R-S-L-E-E number one on Instagram. Yeah. Thanks for having us on, guys. I, yeah, I, I like like the mighty Phoenix. I have risen from my ashes because I woke up 30 minutes before this. I'm feeling great. I'm ready to face the day now. You know I what? Like and that's, thank, that's thanks to Pod Day. 
Hell yeah, dude. I'd like to plug Anders' hat. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I just think he should wear it more. I agree. Um, I, I think I think that's possible now. <laughs> I'd also like to plug Anders' hat. I also like to plug my other podcast, Why You Mad, and um, our Patreon and our merch and all that stuff. Uh, if you enjoy the show, we make bonus episodes all every week. There's tons of shit back there. Um, I we've been losing patrons, so I'm going to plug it like a carny over and over and over again because uh, I don't know. I think a bunch of people thought my porn was going to be back there, and maybe they got disappointed. Um, they're also, <laughs> I don't know, people that are angry at us for the. Sometimes you're mad because we do too many jokes. Sometimes there's not enough. There's no way to fix it. We're a comedy politics podcast, and you fans all hate each other. Pod damn land of contrasts. You know, deal with it. Um. I don't know why I'm berating my own listeners at the end of this episode. I, it's I, it's a sex thing. It's a, it's a sex thing. I'll, I'll call into Radio Free Tote Bag and I'll work it out there. So it's not your business. I love you. I'm ending every podcast now by saying I love you and people are unsubscribing from the show. So maybe I shouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you should you should blow him a kiss like I do at the end. That'll that'll bring him around. I like that. Ooh. Okay, actually, I hate that. All right, well, that's podcast. <laughs> it's finished. It's finished. <laughs>